is Ellen Olson Brown with the Sun in My Face podcast. This is going to be a before and after episode. Um, it is my intention to record an episode every day that brings a little bit of optimism and like a sense of play and fun and like just a little extra zing of maybe today could be a great day into your day. And that's still my intention, but I feel like if there's an opportunity to keep it real and let you know, like, the very real things that I sometimes feel that are not optimistic at all, I think that seems really important. So let me tell you what happened this morning. I am, I'm on my way to a yoga class right now up in New Hampshire, and um, there are various reasons that I am taking an hour plus to drive to go to a yoga class. Um, it just is like the right place for me right now. And I happen to love this studio and love the teachers. And I kind of love that I am anonymous at this studio and I can just go and practice. And that's really great. So, um, so anyway, this class is really important. I only go twice a week. Uh, I've really been loving how I feel. I love how I feel mentally. It's just kind of a big deal. And I'll give you one more piece of background information, which is that we, uh, we only have one car right now. So there's me and my husband, Caleb, and now my son who is home from college. And when it's just me and Caleb, especially like if we rewind three months ago, when it was the beginning of the pan, uh, so we were still kind of in the thick of the pandemic, we hardly ever went anywhere. And so having one car for two people who were mostly home. Like what we really needed was a quarter of a car. But now here we are. Um, You know, we're going out doing more things. There are appointments. There is actually some socializing. And so sometimes even just with the two of us, we've had to coordinate our car use. And now we have a third person who also has a job and a social life. And so there's been some tension this week about the car and should we get a second one? And, um, you know, I mean, I know most Americans like the idea of having one car and three people living in the suburbs is just like mind blowing, but I don't know, it's been working for us. And, you know, you pay less insurance, you pay less for the car, all that. So, so anyway, that's a little bit of background information. I will tell you one more thing, which is that I tend to not leave a lot of extra buffer time. Like dead time for me is really anathema. And it, and is that how you say that word? Anathema. And, um, I feel like I might need to take a look at that. (laughs) But anyway, uh, this morning I got up and I had my coffee and I read and I, took care of a couple of things and then I packed up all my yoga stuff and I went to get in the car and the car was not there and I was at first I was like I thought my son is at a friend's house and I thought he must have taken the car and uh but he didn't and then I was like where where's Caleb and he had taken the car to the store and so I started I got rage filled immediately. Like, what is he thinking? We've put together this whole schedule. It's been made very clear who has the car when, what they need it for. Um, and, uh, so I started calling him and then he wouldn't answer. 
answer. So I'd call again and, you know, I, I could just really feel guys, I get angry. I really get angry. And when it happens, it kind of takes over my whole existence. Like I feel physically angry. I'm mentally angry. I want to punish people. Like I'm not proud of it, but it is a place that I definitely go. And so, um, finally Caleb picked up the phone and he sounded sheepish and I could tell he was like at a store. He was at the hardware store, which is not far from our house, but far enough in morning traffic that like I knew it was going to take him another, you know, at least five minutes to get back. He was clearly in the store. I knew he was like going to check out and buy whatever he had bought. He was apologetic, but I was just like, you know, your apology means nothing to me, sucker. And so, um, so anyway, (laughs) people are ridiculous. I'm ridiculous. I grabbed all my stuff and I was like, I cannot stand still. So I started walking up the street, like not that walking the, you know, few hundred feet I was going to get before he came back was going to make any difference in my arrival time at the studio. But, um, you know, it was enough that I could make a big scene when he came and had to like pull the car over to an awkward place. And I was just still so mad and he was apologetic. And I was like, just give me the car and goodbye. And, um, and then I called him to tell him how mad I was and how like, you know, sometimes you can go late places, but the studio locks the door. If you're late, I'm driving an hour. Is it worth it? My map thing says I'm going to, you know, get there one minute before they lock the door. I have to pay if I don't get to the class on time, like how inconsiderate you are. And he was like, I just forgot. Like, I just thought I could squeeze in an errand. I was thinking about my morning. And anyway, it's really interesting. I was feeling rage when I started this. And now I've like been talking to you and talking about how I feel. And kind of realizing that there is some humor in the ridiculous reaction that I have. And, um, I feel a little bit better. Like I can't quite build up that steam, that head of steam of rage that I could before. I'm still mad. I'm still worried. I'm not going to get to the studio in time, but, um, it's a little bit better for having talked about it. So maybe just that is a lesson. Could I make a mistake like Caleb made? No, never. I'm joking. I'm sure I have made that kind of mistake before. Interestingly, I have a memory of a time when I needed to also get to the studio, I think to teach. And Caleb was in the car and didn't get home when he said he was going to be home by. And I did the same thing. I started marching up the street and walking through our downtown. Um, You know, like just to make the point, like, look how late you are. I could get this far walking whatever. And like, so those two memories are super salient in my mind. I'm like, well, there was today and there was that other time. And I want to say just recently you made that same mistake, but you want to know the truth. It, it can't have been less than like 15 months ago because it was before I stopped teaching because of the pandemic. So, uh, anyway, super interesting. Like, I'm like, you do this all the time is what my angry brain wants to say. And it's not true. (laughs) So anyway, I'm going to end it here. Maybe I'll put on some jolly music to up my mood. Am I still going to be mad when I get out of my yoga class? Like, what is this going to transform into? 
I don't know. We'll have to see. But I am still really angry right now. And if Caleb magically appeared next to me, um, I would have to give him the stink eye and like be a little bit punishy. And if you're not a person who goes to that place, I feel a little bit embarrassed to tell you what it does feel like to go to that place because it seems really unnecessary and immature, but it's how I feel. Okay, I'm going to end this here and I will check in with you on the other side of whatever happens, which could be driving up to a locked door and having a resurgence of rage. It could be everything working out fine. I don't know. Let's see what the future brings. Hey guys, it's Ellen Olson Brown back after yoga. So, um, I started to feel a little bit better on the way up. I switched from listening to a podcast to listening to random music and trying to absorb (laughs) the messages in the music. And I'm sorry, my memory is not a sharper tool because there were a couple that made me laugh and I'm trying, oh, one was, um, you know, that car song, just what I needed that starts out by saying, I don't mind you coming here and wasting all my time. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. What if what the universe is telling me is I needed this experience this morning? Uh, you know, I needed to come up against my anger and my desire for things to be different and my getting mad when people and wanting to like assign blame and punishment when people have just made an honest mistake. Um, getting grabby about things that I want in the world and insisting that they happen, right? Like maybe that was, that was it. It was just what I needed. I needed someone to scream at. (laughs) So I didn't scream. I did not scream, but I have been really, really upset. All right. So then, um, I will say I did have to run into the studio and the teacher kind of like waved me and was like, come on, come on, come on. Um, you know, I started class with my heart rate, like boom, 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 boom. And it took me until, well, for those of you who know the 26 and 2 series, it wasn't until full locus that I actually felt myself calm down. That really big lift through the chest, opening things up. And when I came back down out of it, I felt a little bit better, realized things were going to be okay. I have to say on the way up here, I really had like, I had soothed my nervous system. My mind was still mad, but my body had started to calm down from being mad. And then, uh, and I was doing okay. It was going to be like four minutes until I got here. Uh, I mean, I would get here four minutes, you know, before class would start. And then I hit the toll booth in Hampton and uh, there's only, you know, I don't live in New Hampshire, so I don't have the transponder that you people use, but um the line was super long because it's Memorial Day weekend. And so that ate up my four minutes, which by the time I handed over my money, I was mad again, (laughs) like physically mad and mentally mad. Okay. Now here's an interesting thing. I came out of class. I felt so much better. I still, a tiny bit of me still wants to make Caleb pay, like wants to be kind of like a grump to him for the rest of the day pretty sure I'll be over that by the time I get home. And again, I'm, I'm not proud of myself, but I do have that little part of me that's like grudgy. Um, and oh, sneak preview, the shiny person podcast that um, I'm going to do on the 10th, which is on Sunday in two days. Um, somebody I was talking to who I didn't expect would 
be grudgy is also grudgy. So maybe it's more common than I think. I tend to think it's just me and everybody else can kind of move through their world smoothly. Okay, so came out, was like, wow, that was a rough morning. I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to get a smoothie and I'm going to put extra protein powder in it. And I'm going to maybe even get a scone. Da, da, da. And um, my, the app for the store that sells the smoothies doesn't work. I think I can go in and order a smoothie and wait for it. But like I'm now I'm feeling grouchy about that. But I think I wouldn't be so grouchy about it if I hadn't been primed to be grouchy, which is part of the way that a bad day can stay a bad day if you make the decision to let it be that way. So here I am sitting in my car. I'm going to have a great ride home. Listen to some interesting voices. I can still have a good day. We'll see how many minutes it takes for me to decide I'll actually give Caleb a hug when I get home. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But I don't know, long episode, a little bit self-indulgent. Um, but part of the reason that I make this podcast is, you know, I call it intelligent optimism, which means like try to look on the bright side, but life is not just the bright side. There's going to be rough stuff, right? Okay. All right. Um, I was not expecting to record this. So I guess if I have a recommendation, it is this. The 26 and 2 yoga series, um, it used to be called Bikram Yoga. Some people still call it Bikram Yoga. I get that Bikram is problematic. I agree that he's problematic. Um, I think this series is one of the most amazing additions to my life. I've been doing it for 14 years now. Um, I experienced it this year with no heat, no studio, but still practicing. And um, now that I'm back in a room full of people doing it, I will still practice at home and I'll still practice out of the heat, definitely. Um, but it is an amazing practice. It's kind of like a, a gives you a vocabulary of understanding your body. It gives you a community of people who are also experiencing what you're experiencing. It is a lifelong practice. Anybody can do it. And so if it's something you want to try, um, give it a try. Some places now call it 26 and 2. Some call it original hot yoga. If you look for hot yoga and you see that it is a set series of 26 postures and two breathing exercises, you've basically found it. Um, yeah, so maybe give it a try. Okay, I know this is a long episode. Hope you enjoyed every minute. Talk to you soon. Bye.